0: You're listening to What's Your Number?
1: It's a podcast where we ask ourselves and others that age-old question, what's your number?
0: In the hopes that telling these stories from our sexual past might help us get a little closer to understanding why we are the way we are. I'm Olivia, recording from Barcelona. And I'm Mariah, recording from New York City. Never know.
1: Welcome back to What's Your Number? It's been a minute.
0: Yeah, for welcome back to um, What's Your Number for potentially the last time. I mean, it's our last formal episode. We may have some one-offs in the future, but That's yeah. crazy. This is, this is the grand fucking finale. <laughs> the end of the line. And um, it is, well, it's, it's 2 p.m. here, so it's not crazy late. Or it's not crazy early, but um um I have a beer on a little Sunday afternoon in Olivia. Yes. It's a little more drinking time for Olivia, but it's, um Yes, it's high time for drinks and yeah, we just I
1: have a little um, little pink beer over here. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of that before. I know it's weird, How exotic. It's good though. It's good. It's like supposedly has flor de Jamaica in it, but yeah, Ooh, it's um, healthy. Yeah, <laughs> 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 it's very festive. Yeah, because we were just like, I was saying, is it too early to drink? Because um, and also I am on day two of like a really truly terrible hangover. But we were like, we have to celebrate. I mean, we have to make this. Yeah, we would love to be doing this in person or to like be able to go out afterwards and be like, holy shit, we we did it. We told every
0: goddamn story. (laughs) We did it. (laughs) And I also feel like, you know, when when people say, oh, let's make a podcast with your, you know, two friends or like, let's make a podcast. It'll be fun. It is fun. But I feel like it's been. It's been we've been workhorses too. I mean, yeah. believe it or not, ninety nine percent of the time we we schedule our sessions. We got to get down to business because we have like a two hour overlap of of right. you know convenient times. Um, exactly. So yeah. So I think it's just scheduling wise. Sometimes we're just we're very business like
1: we are. We are, and I mean, it's been going on for a long time. Because so long. When do we we started this in two thousand nineteen. Mm-hmm. And you know, here we are in almost halfway through 2023. I mean, it's I I think it's been about it's about 4
0: years, almost 4
1: years that we've been working on this, which is just totally. crazy.
0: The first year, I will say the first year we weren't as like regular, but like no, no, that's no. I mean, that's actually even crazier that it's been it's been about 3 years of regular, yeah, like meetings exactly it's kind of insane honestly like time flew past in a lot of ways like like I, it kind of just feels like this was going to be a part of my life forever I
1: know I felt that way too definitely yeah definitely well, Because. cheers cheers yes cheers to <laughs> cheers. us we got it mm. yeah dude I mean what's crazy about when you do a thing is if you just keep doing it then you'll get to the end
0: Step by step. That's what I've learned. I've learned that from you so much. I feel like I'm like a leaps and bounds person. I am more of an ant. Yeah, but <laughs> no, but I've learned that. I've learned. I'm like, oh, okay. Like incremental, like you can make incremental changes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, for I'm, sure. Oh, yeah.
1: that. that's so sweet. I've yeah. learned so much from you. I've learned how to be a professional person that does like Skype meetings and uses Asana. And you did not learn that from me. I did. I did. I've learned so much from you. What was I just Wait, saying did the we other use day? Asana? Yeah, we, we used Asana. I, we learned- we were so like a serious, yeah, a brief yeah. period. But, um, but I literally like used that in a job interview. And they were like, "Are you familiar with Jira?" I was like, um, "I'm more familiar with Asana. That's what I'm. I'm used to." Ooh, I like that. I love that. I used <laughs> so it. many of the things you taught me in in the professional world. Or just the other day, I was like, uh, I needed to do some professional training or something and I was like okay I'll just do I could just find probably like a Udemy course for something and they were like how do you know about this I was like Mariah Mariah taught me about Udemy (laughs) did I I don't think I've taken a Udemy course but that's the thing I just feel like you know about things I don't know
0: you've you've exposed me to a lot of (laughs) wow you're giving me way too much credit a lot of professional things Yeah, no. I mean, I feel like it's just been inspiring to do this with you because you're just such a creative mind. Like, I I don't know. I just feel like we, you can like really take an idea and run with it, and you know, you're you you see things the way a writer see th- sees things. So it's been like so fun to tell stories with you because I don't know. You just like you look at the details. You're and you can. Oh. spitball with me about, you know, just like random shit and oh, yeah, in a fun the, way.
1: I feel the exact same way yeah. about you. No. Yeah. It's, it's like, I, I'm always impressed by the yeah amazing stories that you're able to tell. And also just kind of with both of us for like, I mean, I don't know if everyone else would agree with this, but <laughs> that, you know, we've managed to take a pretty, like the same, you know, kind of, topic but try and you know keep it fresh try and keep it interesting try and yeah make connections and like yeah as you said with the sort of our writer minds make it into a bigger story over time. Yeah.
0: Yeah really I cool. mean it it's been a fun exercise in that and I, I I think I mean it's been an interesting I think story format for both of us. Yeah. Because I think that it, it's kind of made me... Like, I think one thing I am excited to do, and I think you as well, like, um, you're further down the road with this than I am, but it's like actually spend some time writing. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, I love, like, storytelling in all its forms. And, you know, being, like, an an oral storyteller is such a unique challenge.
1: It is. It is. And it's helped me so much with my writing. I mean, listening back to us talk to each other I've found out how I talk unfortunately <laughs> and, I, and I think it's really helped me write dialogue you know which was always something that was really hard for me and I think it's hard for everyone I mean, it's just, yeah. it's so hard to make something sound authentic but it was really analyzing how you and I talk and how we tell stories of people talking in the, in the most natural way possible, you know? And then he yeah. was like, and then I was
0: like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But uh, I mean, in some, yeah. in some ways I, I, I um, look back at, you know, I, I think the nature of this project is we've been really busy. Like both of us have just been insanely busy while we've been doing it. And yeah. it has been like a labor of love and, there are so many episodes where I look back on it and I think, oh, I could have explained that better. I could have focused in, you know, you could have made it, could have told that story better. I could have used fewer likes, <laughs> 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 could have sounded more intelligent. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess perfection is the death of progress. Absolutely. And um, you kind of, but like, you kind of have to like move forward with what you have, like to your point, but it's also real. So Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, definitely. And I mean, yeah, it's true. I I have a few of those in there as well that I'm like, oh, that was not the best. You know, it is. You keep thinking about it. You're like, oh, I really could have done that better. But I mean, as a whole, I'm. I'm so Mm -hmm. proud of us and yeah, you can't, you can't knock out 70 of these bad boys and have them all be, (laughs) all
0: be stunners, but like, you know, (laughs) batting average. Yeah, And I also think like, it's, it's this weird Mm -hmm. thing for me with like, I I don't go back to previous work really. Yeah. Um, It's not the same as like the, like a written work where you kind of like, you can, you know, go through it with a fine tooth comb over and over again and and make adjustments and you you just, you get it out there, you put it out there and then it, that's what it is from that point forward. Like it's just going to be like that. So yeah. Um, yeah, totally.
1: It's, it's kind of, it's exported and it's uploaded and
0: it is, it's there. I, I did get, um, one awesome compliment from somebody the other day and they were like, they're like, you guys just have such great chemistry. And she, like, they're like, we could listen to you talk about football and be interested. Oh, and I was like, that's a good compliment. That is so nice. <laughs>
1: Especially considering how little I know about football.
0: I know. I was <laughs> like, that'd be hilarious to have us talk about football.
1: <laughs> but that is so sweet. And yeah, I mean, that's how I felt too. I, well, you know, not not necessarily like we're that tutor. entertaining, but, but yeah, I don't know. It, there's a chemistry thing you know, I just wouldn't have with, with everyone. I, I don't know. It's, it's like what we've been talking about throughout the podcast. It's like, there's just, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And it's kind of
0: mysterious, but it's agreed. It's cool. And I'm, I'm proud that, um, we've reached a natural conclusion and I'm excited for both of us to, you know, um, explore like the other projects that we have in mind. And, you know, I think, you know, how long can you have a project go on? I mean, 4 years. That's a it's a long time. 4 years is good. Yes, yeah, it's, so, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good amount of time. It's a good amount of time. Mean, I think I think we took it to its natural place and um I know you're working on a very exciting project, so if you guys want more Olivia, there's more Olivia to come in your future. Um. I hope. Coming to an agent near you. Yeah. Oh uh,
1: God. But cool. uh, yeah, and speaking of also yeah, future projects and just like what we're going to get into today, um, Mariah, as we've been working on this podcast, has also become a UX researcher, which was no easy task to do alongside the podcast, <laughs> um, or yeah, really the podcast was alongside the <laughs> becoming the <UX> good <laughs> story. Let's be real, but um, it was it super cool. Is that we've been able to do this little side project? Mariah's been able to do this side project with our stories that um, we're going to talk about today, uh, which we hope will be entertaining and interesting. Um, some data analysis. And yeah, maybe you can tell people what exactly you did and, and yeah, how we're going to tell them about it. And then, yeah. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about data because <laughs> that's what you expect <laughs> from us. Hard numbers, right. facts. Yeah. We're talking to absolutes. Um, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to do a little discussion too with some, some hard questions. <laughs>
0: To round exactly out. yeah, so um this actually can't take all the credit at all. um this was actually Olivia, your idea. Um, we realized you know we had seventy six hookups to like we had you know some rich quantitative data, yeah um <laughs> <laughs> and um, we we figured you know that's a that's a solid sample size. We can get some statistics to pull out of there, some um, percentages. Oh yeah. And um, we thought that that would be fun. And so uh, together we coded all of our hookups with, um, you know, different themes, and they were along, I guess about five dimensions um, that we thought would be kind of interesting. Um, the dimensions are, um, where we met uh the nature of the relationship um sexuality mm-hmm. and then like the tone of the relationship and then we also included our neologisms you know the so much in common
1: shake um, your, hand, shake your right? hander
0: and then the last dimension um was how it ended so i guess that's actually six dimensions sorry can't count um we've been counting so much
1: though <laughs> The execution of this was all you that yeah, then you did the sorting and everything and and put it into a yeah into categories that we could actually look at and yeah and we kind of evaluated too right like if we talked about if um there were positive interactions overall or negative and mm-hmm.
0: yeah so if you exactly. thought we were nerds before well <laughs>
1: Here's your
0: proof. <laughs> I know, speaking of things to like put on a resume versus not, I would love to like make a blog post about this, but I my litmus test was if um <laughs> the director of my like department at my company if he saw this how would I feel? And I was like, I don't think I would want him to read it. <laughs> no, but you should.
1: I feel like you should anonymize it. I don't know. Could you? Okay, anyways, the topic for another discussion. Well,
0: I want to write I do want to write about it. Um, I just don't know if I want to post it on my like LinkedIn and you mm-hmm. know, I mean, because as you said, it it kind of is, you know, very it's literally what I do for work. Um, so it'd be kind of fun to post about that, like in that realm right. i guess but i think it's more suited to my personal realm which you know those i i'm a firm believer those can be separate things so you don't have to be you know the same thing necessarily so yeah anyway yeah That's i'm true. I'm also excited um, i think this was one of olivia's ideas as well but i'm um, just having some like cool visuals here um, yeah. some visualizations of this data would be really interesting um, yeah, and, and there's a lot, there's a lot of potential of like how to think about this data, but, um, I guess without further ado, yeah, maybe we'll, we'll <laughs> tell you a little bit about some of it. Um, oh, that
1: made me feel nostalgic because I feel like we say that in every episode without further ado. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we do, we have, we do, we're, we're nerds. <laughs> we're total nerds. Yeah, this actually, this whole like data analysis thing kind of spitballed or kind of um, snowballed is the word. Um, it started off with us saying, oh, let's pull a few statistics. And then, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of why, you know, this. three it weeks feels, later, we're like, oh my right. God. <laughs> Like it feels almost anticlimactic because Olivia's last episode was like in January. And like we're in April now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Olivia has been done for like four months and then I had to finish my episodes. And then we were working on this little, we're like, let's do... our last episode let's do a little data analysis and that ended up we spent like three hours one Sunday you know trying to come up with codes and yeah (laughs) yeah so here we are here we are I think we found the perfect balance of depth and um not like spending another three months on this so
1: yeah 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 because that's the thing it's like the sometimes it's hard for us to know when to when to quit and I think we're both having a little bit of a hard time like truly letting it go
0: so yeah that and too. I think going back to what I was saying I think I've learned that from you because I I'm like an all-in type of person I'm like a you know boomer bust type yeah of thing.
1: well dude and when I listened to your old podcast I was like holy shit <laughs> because you know like I mean it's it was
0: so ornate ornate as fuck so yeah it was ornate but it was not the sound quality was terrible so it's like <laughs> you know when you go all in with something <laughs> sometimes you don't stop to look pay attention to the details but anyway so <laughs> like that was part of the aesthetic <laughs> yeah okay thank you thanks for throwing that bone um yeah so Olivia do you want to jump in with our first insight about uh where we met
1: yeah yeah I totally 100% do so okay we talk about, um, as Mariah said, where we met um, and and how we met as well and when we met. So in that vein, this is this crazy t- statistic. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> half a beer and I can't say statistic. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try that again. Mm. This is a crazy statistic. So six and a half percent of hookups took place on Halloween. That's a lot for one day. Um That's crazy, by big, the
0: way. Like that's kind of insane. Big day. Big day for hooking up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is one out of, one day out of three hundred and sixty-five days. Yeah. Like it's insane. <laughs> it pulls in six and a half percent.
1: Like that's yeah, that's wild. So it's a lot. I guess everything we knew about that holiday is true, but um, Yeah, then so 39% of my hookups took place while traveling and 20% of Mariah's did. So yeah, that's also crazy. Like two-fifths or a fifth of hookups happened on the road, as they say. Yep. Um, Okay, so this one was funny because of how we like broke it down. But so 16% of our, these interactions got started on the dance floor and 8% of the people we met in bars, but all of that 8% was Mariah's. So my conclusion from this is that I don't hook up with people at bars unless that bar has a dance floor, right?
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I, I definitely felt like I, I think I had less dance floor hookups than you. Yours um, are like evenly distributed
1: between like bar and dance floor. And mine are okay. only on the dance floor.
0: You know, it's, this is one of those ones where it's kind of funny if you compare it like then versus now, I, uh, I don't know. I can't imagine, like now the thought of like meeting somebody in a bar and hooking up with them is kind of like, ugh. I don't know. <laughs> I know, on the dance floor, no less.
1: <laughs> Just like you rubbing up.
0: <laughs> it's one of those things where when you're younger, you're like, everyone does this. And like, as you get older, you're like, okay, everyone did that for sure, but... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah,
1: these it would would have been cool to also compare the these ones to like how many of these are our early twenties. Although to be honest, no, because I think number thirty was a dance floor hookup for me, so
0: <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking the similar thing. I was like, I'm I've definitely done this in recent years, probably. Like I shouldn't.
1: Oh, for sure, but yeah, I know <laughs> it is funny though. Um, so okay, here's a big stat for you: nearly a quarter of Mariah's people, twenty five percent, I think it was twenty four percent to be exact, she met through mutual friends. Um, whereas wow. that was only the case for me one time. Oh my gosh, that's was insane! My current I did not relationship, that. I met through mutual friends, but nobody else whereas it's that's one crazy. in four for you that's crazy yeah wow. that's insane my friends been letting me down <laughs> in a big way they're like no I no mean, stay away from olivia
0: yeah <laughs> she's I'm no like, good we'll, we'll talk about this later but i don't always think that's like a good thing i mean
1: <laughs> well yeah i talk about it later too but in the, yeah yeah <laughs> I have some thoughts about why this might have been for for me at least so I mean, rare. I feel like it's oddly like few.
0: Yeah, I guess um sometimes I think it's fine. I mean, overall like I think sometimes it's completely okay, but there are times when you're like, "Oh, I wish I hadn't I don't know. Like fucked my friend's friend. Well, sure. I
1: mean, that's found... I mean, yeah. When that's your... When it's one in four, it's like bound that. to have come up a few
0: times. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But hey. Yeah. Sometimes it'll be an issue for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah, I
1: didn't realize it was such an M.O. for you, but cool. I didn't either. I didn't either.
0: I mean, I did think in general, mine were pretty like evenly distributed like they didn't feel like there was one really dominant place where i met people seemed like i had like a kind of like a mix of locations yeah as far as like where i met people which is kind of interesting yeah for sure yeah cool all right so uh moving on to the type of the relationship or like the nature of the relationship so um 38 of these were a one-time thing um 34%. It's quite a few. <laughs> yeah. <Sorry. laughs> just thinking yeah, that's a it's a lot. lot. It's a lot. I mean, we we kind of got down, we kind of uh we're starting to go down the rabbit hole about 30 minutes ago just talking about it's interesting thinking about we, we went we based this on, you know, the number or like basically the people we hooked up on, like hooked up with. You know, 76 <laughs> we people hooked we hooked up, on, up with, yeah. right? god. Uh, yeah. god, my prepositions are all fucked up. Um god, the amount of times I've recorded this podcast hungover. No. Like I not <laughs> Um no, but uh if you were to look at the uh, the number of hookups that would be quite an interesting sample.
1: Right, the actual like number of of sexual yeah, interactions. Interactions.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we were we were kind of going down the rabbit hole of okay, well, if you have sex with your a partner on average of three times a week, and then <laughs> some people, thirty eight percent, that there was twenty nine out of seventy six total hookups were a one time thing. Just one. And That's 10. only twenty nine times, but I mean, there were plenty of people who I had sex with at least twenty nine times. Right. Exactly. You know, so yeah, and should they be weighted more?
1: You know, we were like, okay, <laughs> okay, okay, okay rate it in.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. So out of this thirty-eight percent, forty-one percent of these were neutral experiences, um, mm-hmm. whereas thirty-four percent were negative and twenty-one percent were positive. What do you make of those yeah. numbers?
1: I that seems about right to me. I mean, because. If more of them were positive, it it wouldn't have made sense for them to only be a one time thing, right? Okay. I mean, some, no, no, that's of, them, very some true. of these are probably like circumstantial. Like, yeah, you know, you're just at a hostel with someone on one night or something like that. But yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I think the fact, I think that most of them, it's kind of like an even breakdown between neutral negative and positive that's doesn't surprise me
0: it is pretty it's there's not a huge uh distinction there um there's probably not like uh like an a huge um what's the word I'm looking for there's probably not a significant difference between those percentages if you were to actually like calculate that out yeah um yeah but I, I I do feel like um I think you're totally right. There's a connection potentially between the one-time thing and the positivity. Oh, the one thing I wanted to note was, so we we looked at positivity versus negativity versus neutrality as a way to, like our feel, like our overall feelings about the interaction. Right. But another way to look at it would be like the sex, in general. Mm-hmm. Um, like was the sex good or bad? And I I do feel like most of my like one times one time hookups, like the sex was not good.
1: Yeah, so. that's a good point cuz when we talk about if it was good bad or neutral it actually has nothing to do with the sex. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Some of our best sex was a a negative experience. Well, I think that
0: was me, but yeah. <laughs> well, potentially the sex could be if the sex was bad enough, it could make it a negative experience. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but if it could if the sex was was really good and ended badly, that would make it a negative experience exactly because that's so (laughs) So. (laughs) because that's that's
1: really heartbreaking
0: but yeah so Uh, interesting yeah so 22 percent um had no strings attached as in like there was no expectation of it turning into anything um yeah the statistics uh, it might be one of those ones that we could parse out a little bit and revisit um because I don't know how many were truly no strings attached for both people. I don't know.
1: Right. It's, that's a tough one. Because I think none of them were no strings attached for me, right? Or one of them, maybe? I think I have one um, no
0: strings attached. Oh, really? All of yours were, you only had one no strings attached?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because you had said, you were like, will you check and make sure that you coded this one? Oh, because I don't have any for you. I just have two for you. Exactly. And so I was like, okay, I must have messed that up. So I went back in and I was like, "No." I've had strings attached
0: to all of these yeah. people. <laughs> there Lots were strings. strings. <laughs> there were definitely strings. Yeah, I mean, I can say that the majority that I do have, uh, that I did truly have, no strings attached interactions. Um, I I am noticing. Yeah, you're right. The majority of them are mine, and a vast majority of them were neutral experiences. Interesting. Take that for right. what you will. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of like you have no expectations going into it. So you're just kind of like, I do wonder with all the ones I marked as neutral experiences, like why the fuck did I do it? I mean, uh, <laughs> no, but
1: I think, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny because I think you just, I, I have way less neutral experiences than you as well, I think. And I, I, I don't know. I think that it's, I, I think we're very we might be just two different dating types. Like if we did this with more people, you know, we might like start to see more trends coming out. And I I do think that there are people who are more comfortable just like hanging out and like seeing where things are going to go and, and that, you know, and just trying to figure that out, you know, sexually, as opposed to, I think, I don't know, for me, the sex kind of always immediately had this alchemy on the experience, like it made it positive or negative. Almost always, not always, but more often than not, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think that that brings in, you know, something we should definitely, like a little caveat, we we definitely need to point out, that this is, it's subjective in the sense that, you know, it is is qualitative data that we're looking at and we're putting a quantitative lens on it. So, you know, the interpretation, like the coding that, that, thematic analysis that we did mm-hmm, that is mm-hmm. pretty subjective like I can't go back to Olivia's interactions and be like um no I think that was you know yeah like <laughs> negative or positive or neutral or you know so it's, it's kind of hard to it's subjective to the person who's coding it yeah a hundred percent and the person who experienced it right so so and the people uh, six... who are not here to tell their story <laughs> and the people who are not here yeah <laughs> when interesting to like have like these other people like interact in some way like the the people we hooked up with like a poll oh yeah you know how would you rate this experience like negative positive
1: or neutral that would be amazing and potentially devastating
0: (laughs) then you would get like some some bias of them you know not wanting to be like rude and say like neutral or negative so they'd probably be more likely to say positive I forget what the what that type of bias is called but Right, probably, you would hope. Social positivity bias. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Um. <laughs> wow, okay, so only 16% of our total hookups were love connections. Yep. Interesting. So I for, for that one, I take, you know, I, the whole thing that we were taught, I think, I don't remember, I don't know if your parents ever taught you this, or if this I kind of grew up being told that you should love somebody if you're going to have sex with them. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I don't
1: think I did grow up
0: with that, but I've definitely heard it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think our our parents' generation was want to believe that.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I think my parents were just such more like hippies on the sort of sexual revolution side of it. I think they were like what's love got to do, got to do, it, you know, <laughs> <laughs> more like that. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I do think that, I, I, I don't know. It, it's a funny thing, that whole idea and how, and how we think about it now after, after this decade and a half of intense promiscuity, you know, <laughs>
0: It is interesting. Yeah, and I feel like that generation too it was like you had to love somebody to have sex with somebody. But if you had sex with somebody, you had to love them. <laughs> you know. Right, I mean? exactly. So, that's a bit of a trap. <laughs> that's a trap. And yeah, I mean, sometimes you don't know if you love somebody until you have sex with them. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. what if like you fell in love with Ari and then you had sex and like the sex was terrible? That would
1: be devastating. That's like what I'm watching happen on Love is Blind.
0: Oh, okay. Are, are you watching the newest season? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I have so many thoughts. God, that's our next podcast. Oh, no, my God. There are I would so love to do a Love is Blind
1: reactions <laughs> podcast. I would live for that. Um, yeah, Ari and I have bets going. We have we bet Ooh. on every couple to see
0: I, what, so People what, I'm, I'm, okay, well, I'm excited to see what couple it is that had sex and now doesn't like each other.
1: Well, okay. The, yeah. I mean, I feel like just, you know, not making the physical connection work, you know, after having supposedly fallen in love, sight unseen. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird one. I was just thinking like with number one and I, we did, we were in love before we had sex. That was probably the only time that happened for me. But yeah, I mean... I don't think, I mean, obviously we were both virgins, so the sex was not amazing, you know, right off the, right from the jump or anything, but I don't know. I don't think it really changed that for me. I mean, you know, you're only going to be in that situation if you really probably have a whole different idea about what sex should be, right?
0: Uh, Yeah, I, (laughs) it's a weird I'm like, who the fuck are these people? Like, I can't imagine, honestly, like, I don't know. It's just weird. Influencers. This, this whole, I think they're influencers. They, they just want to get famous. But yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. Like the thought that, I mean, what floors me is that they'll they'll talk in the pods and then they'll be like, oh my God, we fell in love. And then they like meet each other in person. And they're like, okay, cool. We still love each other. And then they start talking about things like, Oh, well, we don't live in the same place. Oh my God. Um, You want kids. And and
1: I'm like, what the fuck were you talking talking about about all day?
0: (laughs) All literally all day for whatever
1: seven days.
0: Yeah. If that were me, like, I would literally, if anybody didn't live where I wanted to live and if they wanted kids and I didn't, et cetera, et cetera, I'd be like, you're checking you off, checking you off because you're just a voice at that point. Like, yeah. I would only choose the people who like fit into my life. I know it's crazy it's like they don't I just yeah but
1: it's I mean but obviously that's not what they're doing what they're working on in the pods is like trying to find somebody that they can do the tv show with (laughs) you know which is a different type of conversation
0: yeah yeah I I think it would be right I think Ryan was saying he's like I would it would be funny he's like I wish that um you had done the show before I met you so I could like watch you do it (laughs) like I feel like it'd be kind of fun to do in a way
1: (laughs) oh yeah it would be hilarious I mean it'd be terrible to watch later but
0: it would be fun like I, I think you I think you would kill it to be perfect, I think honest. I think I'd be a bitch. I think I, my bitchy side might come out. I don't know. Yeah, what a I mean, but it, it has to.
1: You yeah, have it has to. to. Otherwise, you're not going to get any camera time. Anyway, so sorry. Anyway, we're, back, we're only in insight number two, hun. I think we're going to have
0: to. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. So, um, I, I guess wrapping that up. So, so I think I'd said 16 percent were love connections. Um, not mutually exclusive, exclusive but 36 percent had emotional connections. Um, so that was, I, I think you had made the comment that that's kind of like about one third of our interactions, 11 for you, 16 for me, right. um, had emotional connections. So it's actually, that's not a bad ratio, I guess, depending yeah. on how you look at it. Um, I it actually could be bad, but <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah, like what? Yeah. Does it matter to you? I don't know.
1: I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of torn about this one. I think the way I feel about it is that it's absolutely fine. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't Agreed. judge. Us. Um that's not what we're here for. I would say going forward, I would probably want that number to increase like if I were single yeah. again. But yeah. I don't think that but- that's where we were. Throughout most of this podcast, you
0: know, we had totally different like value systems. Like our value system was like on experiences and yeah, we wanted to fuck. (laughs) Yeah, we did. We wanted to fuck. We wanted to explore ourselves. I mean, I think my sexuality at the time was I explored myself like through relationships with other people. So, yeah, right. Um, 12% we met that day, which I am proud of us for that number. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get down to business. (laughs) It's an impressive number, and um, the last one in this category is kind of interesting. Um, Three out of forty-five of mine, which is six percent, were love at first sight. But you had zero love at first sight. Yes, I
1: I can't believe that you've had love at first sight three times.
0: Like I know, I know. How do you explain that? I don't know. I do not know. Um, I, I mean, I think that yeah. I think that like I think all of them were um, like longer term relationships. Um, so yeah. So I don't know. It is it is kind of weird, but I think they all worked out to actually be something, right? Um, Wait. So it okay. was my number five, yeah. um, my okay. current boyfriend, and number sixteen.
1: So when you, you say know, love at first sight, like what what does that mean to you? Because I mean, I know you, like, okay, you went and picked number five up at the airport or and whatever, and like brought him home. And you were like, you were super intrigued by him and stuff. And you guys had already like corresponded. So you were like into him for sure. And so when you say love, like when I think love at first sight, I think it's like some like a, like a bolt of lightning that like strikes you when Uh you're, when you make eye contact or something like that. And you're like, I'm in love with this person.
0: Is that what yeah. happened? Um, honestly, like I feel like I—I mean, I, obviously, a lot of this is like confirmation bias, um, especially when you know if you do have a longer relationship with them, you're like, "Oh, I knew from the very beginning." But right, right, right. I—I do feel like for—and I probably have like some instances of like failed, like lust at first sight or love at first sight with people I, I thought were going to be something and then they didn't. But I would describe it as I knew from the moment I laid eyes on them that there was some deeper connection and that like it was going to be something.
1: Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, I'll take it.
0: It, And it was like, I would say it's like kind of like beyond, it's like attraction, but kind of like beyond that in a way. Okay. Right. Like I just kind of knew that there was like a deep connection from the beginning. Damn. Yeah.
1: I have never had that. Mm -mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think that my, probably my best story of it is my current boyfriend. Because I, like, I really feel like, like, we, like, locked eyes and I was just, like, I was just into him from the beginning. And part of that was because we were on a date and so we were very clearly, it was very, like, okay, we knew we were kind of, like, open, I guess, like. Yeah. Right. No,
1: and you said you just met your future husband or something,
0: right? <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah. your friends. So, yeah. I yeah. I mean. I mean, there and it's go. like obviously, it's you never truly know. But yeah, I, I would describe it as the feeling of like love at first sight, where you kind of instantly know that there's going to be something versus like a slow burn. Right. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, which is definitely more my vibe, Queen of the slow burn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> step by step. Step, step by step. By step. <laughs> I mean, it's like our personalities, right? It's totally our personalities. Like I'm like jump all in. Yeah. I'm all in with this until I'm not. And then I'm like, oh, this is hard. And then I stop stopped doing it.
1: <laughs> I feel like you don't give yourself enough credit on I think you've stuck through some, uh, many a hard thing. But, but yeah, I think I am much more cautious. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I am just a bit more like, Well, I don't know. I guess we'll see. (laughs) Yeah,
0: you're like yeah, you're like hesitant. Mm -hmm. You're skeptical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: Definitely about people. About, but yeah, about most things for sure. Awesome. Well, sexuality. Our next insight. Sexuality. Okay, so we considered eight percent of these. (laughs) <laughs> interactions to be great sex, which I think is about right, to be honest. I mean, I think, I think what we're saying there is like, these are, these are exceptional people. These mm-hmm. are people that are in the top 8%, you know, that's, we're giving Above them an average. A on Plus. this exam. So, yeah. you know, yeah, I don't think that there should be, I mean, it's all relative, right? Cause like, yeah, if you've, what is great, what I'm saying is you're comparing it to everyone else in the sample so
0: yeah no I, I think you're absolutely right no I, I think when I first read that I was like oh wow that's actually pretty low and then it's like but you know there's probably a certain I, I would imagine this to also be like normally distributed in that 8% like is like the, the tiny amount that exceeds and that a lot of it is like very av- like somewhere in the middle right and then yeah. there's like a small portion that's terrible
1: exactly exactly yeah <laughs> But yeah, I think those were like six interactions or something. Six total. Or no, I think it was like, I can't remember how the breakdown was. But yeah, it was like four or five for each of us. Um, And then so we tried something new, sexually speaking with 18% of the people that we hooked up with. So that was like the person that we first had sex with was obviously in that category. Then maybe the person that we first like had anal with or squirted with or had a different kind of orgasm with or did like kinky shit with or one of those things or a threesome. Um, So yeah, so that was 18% of the hookups and 100% of those were positive. So. Okay. You know, trying love new that. things is pretty much always worth it. I love that. Yeah, and this was That's even they distributed for both of us, but yeah. We had we both That's... had about
0: 18%. Okay, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, there's also um yeah, we had um one two th- there were eight sexual experiences out of 76 that were like in like a public place or like a sex uh, motel or in a bus or a club or you know, kind of something like that. So that's kind of a fun statistic. Maybe a little low,
1: potentially. Like I think we could. I think we could increase that. Yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> could probably increase that. I also had four that were like I labeled, labeled as sexual mish- mishaps. <laughs> <laughs> four mishaps. Oh my! <laughs> what were those? Um, recorded us fucking, um, which I mean that was a mishap, but like whatever, a it was actually accident. a great thing. Yeah, happy accident. And then getting walked in on twice, and then, um, ER visit. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Right. The, the guy that couldn't
1: stop bleeding.
0: Yeah. yep. And I think maybe we didn't have you code that one, but, um, you probably have some too. Anyway, there's some kind of fun ones. Yeah. Yeah. Those were
1: great. Okay. Amazing.
0: And next up. We had, um, the relationship tone. So, um, Yeah, this one's pretty straightforward. So we had 8% um, were healthy relationships. Again, like there's that normal distribution with, you know, 8% would be like A plus, right? Yeah. Again, though, I don't know if that's the same
1: (laughs) because it's funny that that's 8% again. I don't think it's the same people necessarily, but... I mean, I think we could, I don't know. That's one where I said we, we could, increase. could do better. I <laughs> we feel like 8% better, yeah. saying that are yeah. healthy. Like no, that's, you're right. that's no, you're right. Pretty that's pretty low. <laughs> that's not great. <laughs> healthy is a low bar. Healthy is a low bar. Exactly. I'm thinking like, so does that mean that 92% were unhealthy? That also feels like a lot. Well, not unhealthy, probably yeah. like somewhere in the middle, but I don't
0: know. How do we? This one's a weird one. one. I think this one is. uh, I think we might have only been looking at like relationships too, because it's like you can't can't constitute um, someone that you spent one night with as like happy or unhealthy relationship. relationship. Yeah, Yeah. even if it was like a perfectly
1: good interaction,
0: right? Yeah. So it would probably be it. That number might be a little bit skewed because if we would look out of like the people who we actually had like longer term relationships with, I mean. 34% Thirty-four percent of them were like hookups, right, right, right. So that's that already like doubles the number or something. So it already makes it like sixteen or twenty percent, you know. So okay. that's that's better. Okay. That's better. All right. That's still good. Uh, you would you would aim for like a hundred percent. Sure. Why not? <laughs> would be a good would be a good goal. Um, we had eight percent that ended in heartbreak. No. Um, that's it. Five. Yeah. Okay. I, I think. I mean, and I think heartbreak being, you know very literal definition or very little literal interpretation of that. Right. I mean, not very literal, but like, so, you know, we're definitely like something that like really like you were like torn up about. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. So I think that, that kind of makes sense. I mean, there were definitely ones that were like disappointing. There was Um, a lot
1: of disappointment. If I recall,
0: there was a lot of disappointment. Yeah. I don't, (laughs) I don't have actual numbers on that. (laughs) I I can find those numbers, but. um, I think I have them down here below, but yeah.
1: Um, I think one in five of the people, oh no, that wasn't disappointment. It was one in five of the people I hooked up with. I wanted more from.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was me. I don't yeah, know about you. We had, I can find the disappointment numbers here in a second. Um, we also had 5%. We don't remember their name. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, here's the one you were talking about, uh, 18%. When you look at both of us, um, uh-huh. we wanted more from, but it didn't happen. So I guess disappointment, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, exactly. and then um, this one's kind of interesting. Sixteen percent were particularly respectful interactions. Uh huh. So yeah. the way I the way I coded that one was like if I looked back and I was like you know they were super respectful and like I felt really like respected, versus I don't think I. I think what I was not counting were like people who I felt like kind of disrespected and people who I, it just felt neutral.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was a tough one for me because I felt like a lot of my interactions were sexually respectful. Like, you know, um, yeah, just people I felt safe with sexually for sure. Just, you know, what am I trying to say? Like it was even, you know, like, pleasure was like given and yeah. received like people, there was communication it was all mm-hmm. like above board and, and respectful but a lot of those people I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't give them the full respectful <laughs> tag <laughs> because I didn't feel like they respected my emotions that was that's how I ended up feeling about a lot of people
0: yeah I mean and that's a part of it yeah, yeah I, I but then really again maybe feel... my emotions are just like a lot <laughs> lot No, there. I don't think that's true. I mean, I think that it is something to be. It's something like I will plan to talk about a little bit more later. But you know, I I don't think I always respected other people's emotions. It's you know, hard it's something. To do. Yeah, it's hard, and I think it's important because, because like, there is this like intimacy that. I mean, you can have sex without intimacy, but, it like I guess warrants a type of... It is a type of intimacy, I think, regardless of how intimate you were. Yeah. And yeah, you should be respectful of them as a human being. Right. I think, you know, at the very least. Yeah.
1: And I think a lot of it was, you know, on me too because just being a pretty bad communicator, then that sort of invites bad communication as well. So probably just feeling disrespected a lot of time was just, you know, not getting people not being like super clear or like upfront about what they wanted or anything like that. So me taking that and feeling like, Oh yeah, they weren't, they weren't careful with my emotions in that way. But
0: yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's potentially true. I mean, also there are, you know, there are douchebags. Yeah. And then, yeah, at least 20%. Yeah. Not- <laughs> <laughs> We did yeah, code we for didn't,
1: players, I think.
0: We did code for players, but we, <laughs> I think we tried to steer somewhat clear of like, even just in the whole entire podcast in general, of like labeling people too much. Yeah. But we writing did. Writing people off
1: as dicks, unless they were really, really. Yeah. But we did everything but that. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Just to be honest. <laughs> We tried our best, but we're only human. Um, okay, so so speaking of, um, you know, labels that we put on people. <laughs> so throughout this podcast, you know, we've talked about people that we had, quote unquote, so much in common with. Um, as it turns out, there were exactly 11 of these. And 75% of them were negative experiences. That surprised me. All these people that we were like, Okay. I mean, I think we kind of knew because there was a certain point when when one of us would say, But we had so much in common, like it it was a laugh line because it's like clearly that's a recipe for a disaster. But yeah, it's yeah. not good.
0: Yeah. I think the so much in common are, by the name it like itself, like it's like it's kind of like there's disappointment kind of baked into that title. Yeah. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah, I guess, although I do think that, looking at mine at least, I do think that they were people I legitimately had quite a bit in common with, but
0: that's Hmm. not necessarily a good, well. I feel like we use that term to kind of signify we had so much in common, but like, I don't know. I mean, maybe I could have used that for people I had relationships with and it like worked out. I don't know. Actually, that's only one person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> working I mean, out what is
1: that <laughs> I mean for me right exactly uh, yeah I would just say for me the the people I've had the best relationships with are people who I don't have that much in common with
0: okay no I would agree with that yeah I feel like I always say there's like there's like a balance of I don't know the things that you think you need to have in common with somebody you don't need exactly. to have in common with them right yeah then there are other um, things that you should
1: have in common with people, but you don't necessarily ask them about those things in the pods, as it were.
0: <laughs> in the pods, right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of funny, like, what people think will make them, like, a good couple. Yeah. Yeah, and, and also it had, is silly. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, I was also going to say, um, just to talk a little bit more about some of our more common things, um, 19% were shaker handers.
1: Nineteen percent, yeah, that's a lot. It's a pretty high percentage, and I think all of those were yours, right? No, I think I had one. Oh, I'm f- sorry, actually, twelve percent. I fucked that up. Okay, twelve
0: percent. Twelve percent. But yeah, what what is it for you? Good question. I'd have to take a look at the data here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shake your handers. I think uh, actually the majority of them are mine. I think they're all yours except for one, right? Yeah, all mine except for one, and they're all positive or neutral experiences. Yeah, that's interesting. I feel like that kind of goes
1: with the whole no strings attached thing. Like, it's just it's just hard for me to just shake someone's hand and walk away. <laughs>
0: I actually, that kind of surprises me for you. I feel like you, I don't know why that surprises me. Like, I feel like I got the sense that you were like a cooler cucumber than I was.
1: Well, see, that's the thing. Like, you got to be, beware of these cool cucumbers. Like, you know, if you're spending that much time projecting that, it's probably because you're anything but...
0: Um, there was also uh eleven percent had leaving energy. Um, five percent were perfect on paper, fifty percent of the five of the perfect on paper were negative.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. So that I think is similar to so much in common. And then five yeah. percent were flaccos. Yeah, fewer than I thought.
1: <laughs> fewer than I thought. Cause I feel like I'm always talking about the flacos, but I guess that they were just they just resurfaced continuously as is their
0: definition of these like long-term situationships. Actually 13% of yours were flaccos. Okay. So, and I don't think I had any, so. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So
1: I, yeah, I was surprised that there was only four of them. It was like four, four official (laughs) flaccos.
0: I guess that goes down, comes back to like the, the quantity aspect mm-hmm. of like how many times you hooked up with somebody right it's Like they felt like new hookups every time because you like wouldn't see them for years and then they reemerge this is true exactly yeah and huh. then um, and now we're at the how it ended yeah so 17% were ended by them mm. and these were mostly negative experiences interestingly enough <laughs> 23% <Ooh. laughs> were ended by us uh, so mostly positive experiences <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, like I thought that was quite interesting how like I would consider it positive if I didn't get dumped. Yeah. Um, Not and surprising. you had a note here that you only ended one relationship ever. <laughs> so sad. Again, that shocks me. I
1: mean, okay. A lot of these were mute. Like uh, I've had some mutual breakups. I just, I haven't had that many relationships. So then it's like when there's a mutual fade, I don't think I counted it as me ending it, obviously.
0: Um, Yeah. And that's 60% of the interactions would be mutual. So that's quite a bit. Yeah.
1: So I think a lot of mine were, yeah, mutual or he ended it. But yeah, I mean, there there's definitely like, Things I should have ended, (laughs) yeah. Um, And then there's just things where I think I could just only think of one instance as I went through them that where I was like, "Please leave." There's the you know, there's the door. Which one was that? Number eleven. Okay. Right. Okay.
0: Yeah, I was just thinking maybe you did like the the male ending of it, which is just kind of like slowly emotionally fade out and then that person has to
1: like end it has to end it no no though I mean I don't think so to be honest like I I'm even when when I go back on text conversations that I'm like I didn't even like this person so I probably left them on red like I didn't I'm always like very very responsive and like happy to hang out again you know because, because but I mean it's true, though, that if people didn't put in that much of an effort, I I wouldn't either. So,
0: yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah, I think there is. There's a lot of like seeking validation Mm -hmm. in a way. Um, I, I definitely had a lot of those interactions where it's like I didn't really like the person that much. But like, why did I kind of allow it to go on or... What was I was getting something out of it and yeah, yeah, I mean I don't wanna I don't wanna spoil too much um, of our next segment, but um but yeah that was one of my key takeaways.
1: Okay. Well, without further yeah. ado, <laughs> <laughs> should we get get into sorry, I'm halfway through taking off my sweatshirt because I'm boiling <clears throat> up hot and so I'm gonna just do, do it. that. Yeah, of course. Okay. Much better. Um, so yeah, cool. So then, yeah, we just had some, I mean, it's hard to know how to wrap something like this up. So we just, we're kind of thinking of, yeah, some general thoughts that we had that (laughs) we hope you'll listen to.
0: Yeah, and we we did a little brainstorming session with um, some questions that we thought would some hard questions that we thought would be fun to try to answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first question is uh, uh, for Olivia: um, How does your love life feel different now than it did in your early twenties? Um, I totally fucked up saying that question, but how does how does your love life feel different in your early twenties versus now? Right.
1: Okay. Yeah, so I think in my early 20s I was mostly just trying to increase my body count. I mean, that was a huge focus for me. <laughs> and interesting, like consciously? I, I think it was pretty conscious. I remember a conversation with you specifically when we were <laughs> in you were like it would be in Portland and we were 23 and you were like i'm 23 i should be fucking more and i was like i'm 23 i should be fucking more <laughs>
0: what oh my god that's an insane thing to say that's funny i mean i feel like yeah there definitely was the sense of like i'm young i should be like wild and free yeah
1: yeah yeah for sure i i definitely felt that and and i I'm glad I did. Honestly, like I'm glad I explored as much as I did. I mean, even though I had a lot of negative experiences—fifteen of them, to be exact—out of thirty-one. Uh, <laughs> now
0: no, that's I know. Funny. That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> you know, I just I I learned so much from the promiscuity, and that's just also a general point I want to make because I feel like the kind of randomly, the arc of the podcast just happened to end up with us both in relationships and like, yay, so we're yeah. good now, you know, and now we live with our boyfriends and we're happy. And this is true. <laughs> like this did happen and, you know, I'm glad that it did, but we could have ended the podcast at any point, you know, and yeah, I mean, anytime that we would have caught up with ourselves, we probably would have ended it and it might've been at a t- totally different point in in our lives so that's not that's not really the vibe that we were going for intentionally at all and and really my feeling is that I got so much out of of these experiences um yeah because I just feel like you know number 11 you know, taught me I could like anal. Number 14 showed me a new way to <laughs> orgasm. You know, number 18 showed me that I could squirt. Number 21 showed me like how kinky I am, how much of a sub I am. He also taught me how to have those conversations, you know. So it's like once I did meet my current partner, I knew how to talk about sex. I knew what I liked. I had all my a lot of my preferences and, you know, predilections sorted out. So now I can have sex with the same person without getting bored, without...
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know it's like one of those things is about learning more the more you experience the more you learn the more you realize you have left to learn so I think I also have that kind of feeling of like there's boundless possibilities of yeah uh, in terms of of sex and and sexuality and that it'll keep changing over time so I mean I think you can have that with you know one person you could get together with one person and have that that sense of boundlessness I'm not saying that you can't but it's just not how it was for me so looking back on it I am I am grateful for for all all those experiences even the the bad ones and like you know only six of these like one-time things were positive experiences but I think that's that's experimentation for you. You know, it's full of dead ends that kind of reorient you after, after that, like, nope, didn't, didn't want that. So, you know, it kind of, it makes sense. Like that's, we're just kind of throwing shit at the wall and seeing if it will stick. But yeah. So that's, that's kind of sexually where I was when (laughs) I was younger. I was just trying to like have as many experiences as possible. I mean, it wasn't the type of thing where I would like just stop hanging out with someone because I wanted to like hook up with someone else or, you know, it wasn't like that. Obviously, I was with the, the one guy for seven years, but I do think I had this feeling like, yeah, I should get out there and live it up.
0: Yeah. 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 I had that feeling, too. I Yeah. So I guess like just I, I, I feel like the different themes that you're talking about, like so there's this kind of like feeling like you should go explore. And then there's also the feeling of kind of like being glad that you did that because it showed you what you don't want.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like it's, I I think someone gave me some career advice one time um, when I was like, I don't know, should I go, I go to grad school? They're they're like, what's the worst that can happen? Like you might not like it, but it'll like show you what you know. It'll lead you to the next thing. Like if you pursue right. that interest, yeah. No, and I would know. I would agree that that's applicable here for sure.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I mean obviously there's a lot of ways that these things can go and you can get to the same place, you know, through a lot of different roads, road, <laughs> routes, <laughs> routes, roots, <laughs> routes, roads. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I only have the way that I did it, but I, I feel, I feel good about it, even though it was very hard and I would not do it again. <laughs> like I would not yeah. be a sexual being in my early twenties again. Like, It it was horrible, you know, in a lot of ways, to be perfectly honest. Like it was devastatingly difficult. It was hard.
0: It was hard. There was a lot of, there was a lot of heartbreak. There was a lot of disappointment as we found out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And there was feelings in the middle there of like, what is this all for? You know, because when you're in the thick of it, it's, it's like, I'm, am I ever going to, you know meet someone that i feel good about am i gonna have good sex you know when you're just having like shitty sex with with people all the time it's just like not fulfilling and it's like uh, i just want you know something better but then you have these kind of diamonds in the rough you know and also you have these things where you look back on them later and you're like okay i learned a lot from that
0: yeah no you do You you totally do It's interesting because I feel like I look back on a lot of my experiences and like I don't always feel like it was about the sex in a way. Yeah. Um, Like I feel like like I definitely had some empowering experiences for sure. Um, But I think a lot of my hookups were more about like connecting with that person in a way. I mean, yeah, not actually, but like I thought it was a way to connect with them. Mm -hmm. And like the sex was almost like unremarkable.
1: Right. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. I don't think I really, I mean, that's a good point. I don't think I was really thinking about it in those terms at the time. Like I should be promiscuous and like have a lot of experiences. I I was looking for something that felt right. Like I was. Yeah. I was wanting to connect with people also. And I, you know, a big part of it for me also was like traveling and like really like being in the moment and being free and stuff. Um, Yeah. But yeah, just looking back on it now, like that's, that's kind of how I make sense of it
0: <laughs> for whatever that's yeah. worth. Um, no, I agree with, all, I agree with a lot of what you said. I mean, I definitely think I'm a better partner now, um, knowing myself better. Like I feel like I, it helped me know myself better because mm-hmm. it helped me learn what I do and don't like
1: Yeah, in a partner
0: and in somebody I'm interacting with and in sex. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, all of those things for sure. And yeah, yeah, I would say emotionally, how I'm different than when I was, than you know, ten years ago or, or so, um, is that yeah. And I feel like this took me until like number twenty seven to figure out. So for, it's, it was quite the project to unpack this. But like, I I feel like I finally learned how to judge people on how they treated me and not on what I perceived their hidden feelings for me might be like, yeah, that was a lot of, I spent a lot of time playing this kind of emotional hide and seek where I would just wait for like their true and like positive feelings about me to just kind of like pop out from behind a tree or something and be like, Hey, you know, because I I didn't understand how to deal with people's like mixed signals, you know, like sometimes they like me, Mm -hmm. sometimes they didn't like me. That was just, it would be all the time I I felt like that. And I would be like, well, clearly they do like me, but you know,
0: that's just so not the point. Like, Yeah. It doesn't matter. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I totally agree. I mean, that's definitely something that changes from the beginning you know, of, of like your sexual exploration. Like you're kind of like, yeah, you, you kind of go in just like eyes wide, eyes wide open or like, I guess eyes wide shut. I don't know. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> you go in like, like a little newborn babe innocent. and you're like, yeah. everyone loves me, you know? And then yeah. you're like, oh, but you know, they did this, but they really love me or they really have stuff that they're working on or, yeah, you know, that was like my biggest thing is I was always like making excuses for them based on like what was going on in their life. Right. No, and then, and sure. you'd go for like that, like glimmer of connection and like, you know, the, I guess the feeling of them desiring you and you're like, oh no, they really do like me. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah.
1: And then you just yeah. wade through like two more weeks of no texts.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. And it's like, you know what? I mean, having been on the other side of that um, too many times, I I feel like, you know, a lot of times that person does really like you, but... They're like not being honest with themselves about how much they like you. Right. Maybe, you know, like I'm sure that there is some connection there, but. Yeah. Is it enough? Probably. Is it enough?
1: But it's, yeah, it's not really enough, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Depending on what you're looking for. But yeah. What about you? How would you answer this question? Like beginning versus
0: middle? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, feel free to jump in here anytime. But um, I think of it as being like, I think I feel like I've been thinking a lot about this just the more I get into my 30s from a life standpoint and from a love life standpoint, Mm -hmm. like being in the beginning versus being in the middle is how I think of it. Okay. In the beginning, like everything is like new and exciting and um, you know, you kind of like don't have any boundaries because you don't really know what your boundaries should be yet. Uh-huh. And, you know, you're you're also like extremely like flighty. Um, you're kind of like, at least I was. Like I was very like, okay, I'm going to try this and I'm going to try that. And like, you know, I, I sometimes think... Um, my relationship with number five, like I was like so in love with him. Why did I feel the need to be like, no, I need to sexually explore. Like I really did advocate for that in, in our relationship. Right. And it's part of what like broke us up. I mean, obviously there were like personality differences, but you know, that aside, like I, like you, felt the need to explore. Yeah. Felt like almost like a pressure. Like now's the time. Right. Like, I didn't want to regret not exploring. Yeah.
1: The oh. fear of regret. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, and I think, like, I was infatuated with sex. Like, I was infatuated with sex and intimacy. Mm-hmm. Like, just that feeling of, like, being really close to somebody. And yeah, um, it's like, it, it was sex, but it's not sex in, like, the carnal sense. It's just kind of, like, the excitement. Like, it was like a rush to, like, meet somebody and hook up with them. Yeah, totally. And that feeling
1: yeah, and it, of, yeah, that <laughs> what was it that my my friend used to say? That like itchy, scratchy, bitey
0: feeling <laughs> or something. Like that. Oh my God, that's a funny description. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, it's like, so I don't even know how to describe it because it almost kind of feels like like an altered state. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, like a drug or something like that. It's just so fun to like, just like there's the nervousness and excitement and, it's just like a dopamine rush. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, and then, like you, you know, I was super trusting and I kind of thought everyone would treat me well and everyone had like good intentions. Um, and then I, and also like there were so many possibilities with every interaction, which probably links to the disappointment and heartbreak. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was want to happen. But yeah, like I think I really went into most interactions I had kind of being like, um, I'm open to this like becoming something, or what if this is you know a person that I'm gonna like fall in love with? right? I mean, what if this is it? Yeah, I think like later on in life, I got more like realistic about that, and i would I would know that it was just a hookup or what have you, but I also I think around that time, like or shortly thereafter, that's when I started to kind of get sick of it, yeah, like that's where I was like, well, why am I doing this? It's not really you know, it's, it's not giving me that same rush. And I, there the probably is like, phase. yeah, there is that there, I think there is a link there between, you know, the itchy, scratchy, bitey feeling uh-huh. and the hope. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> totally. Cause they're like, what, what could this be? You know, what could this be? And yeah, I think being in the middle, um, is interesting and being in the middle of life is interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that we're like at midlife, but we're definitely more toward the middle and yeah. you know the longer that you spend on the planet the the more time the more like time frame you have to like frame every single day you experience so the more a day feels like a smaller portion mm-hmm. of that time that you've been around and so i think you just realize that like you're like in less of a rush day by day because you're like oh i don't know like i don't have to like get everything in right now you know i have This is like one millionth of my life this day. Yeah. You know, kind of a thing. Um, Yeah. I think when it comes to my love life, um, I think that I am like kinkier now. Oddly enough, like I'm like kinkier and more open to exploring sex and or, like, exploring, like, new sexual things in a way. Like, back then, I was down to have experiences. Uh-huh. I think now um, my, I mean, like, I definitely did have, like, kinky experiences, but I think that it was, a lot, like I said, a lot more around the relationship and the connection with that person. Right. And, and kind of, like, the possibility there. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, also, I think there was, like, a period where I kind of got a little, like turned off from being like super experimental. Like as I, my guard kind of went up, sure. especially with people I didn't really know. And I think that's probably right around the time that I had someone kind of like take advantage of me. And, you know, I got hurt one too many times. Like there definitely yeah. was like a point where I was like, okay, you know, this isn't always a positive experience. And then you kind of, right. yeah, your guard goes up. Definitely. Um, but yeah, so I think that, um, like when you're having sex with just one person like yeah you are way more open to like exploring things and like that's kind of how you like keep it fresh but you're also kind of like yeah I don't know I think there's like way more trust also involved and trust is I think important for those experiences
1: yeah I think so too I think I mean you you gotta you kinda got you know you gotta keep it keep you got it interesting yeah for sure <laughs> But also, yeah, it's also just like there's so much more um, intimacy, I guess, with the person or so much more, I don't know, the relationship also has so many more dimensions to it because like a one-night stand, it's just 100% sexual, right? Or 90%, I guess. And then it just seems like when you're with someone for a lot of years, they're they're also like the person that you want to make your life with your dreams happen with you know there's so much more yeah to them I guess
0: yeah totally yeah yeah and that that's a that's a very like beautiful thing I mean I think that ultimately I mean I guess just thinking about you know my one of my like takeaways my biggest lesson I feel like I learned kind of in response to what you were talking about was, um, you know, it's okay to have high standards for how you want to be treated and it's okay to want to be loved. I think my whole life and all of my hookups, I have wanted that. But at times, like I haven't wanted to want that. Yeah. You know? And so I think that's sure. one of the biggest things that ha- like has kind of changed and evolved for me is, yeah, like I feel, I feel like at first I was like, as many as many experience as many experiences as I can have, like I want to have them. And then I'm like, wait, you know, yeah. 20% of these are negative or something. Oh, I guess, uh, yeah, 20% were negative for me. Seventeen percent right. were neutral and only like 42%. Well, I guess that's actually pretty good. 42% were positive. But I was like, okay, like I want, why am I having these experiences if they're neutral or negative?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, at a certain point, it's like, I'm good.
0: Yeah, so then you start to be pickier because you're like, okay, like, you're like, I actually can be pickier. First of all. Yeah. Like you kind of are like you start to like learn your self worth a little bit more, which is such a cheesy cheesy thing to say, but I think it is true. Like you're like, oh no, I'm actually like a valuable human being and like I do deserve to be with somebody who is going to respect my emotions and my physical body, you know. Sure. Um, and and all of those things. Um, and so then at that point, then I was like, okay, I want, I'm like going to go for quality over quantity. And I think that's kind of where I am now. Like I just value the quality yeah. interactions. And I think like in life, that's how I am more so now.
1: Yeah, no, that makes than before. so
0: sense.
1: Yeah. And I think if you, I don't know, but I feel like if you don't get that quantity in, <laughs> Yeah, I agree. You're gonna. I, mean, I think everyone's different. Every, of course, everyone is different. No, that that goes everyone's without different. saying. And some people um, don't need that as much. But I do think that you, yeah, it's kind of like I have this theory about how much people need to party in life, and like if you don't, if you don't let yourself kind of party when you're young, you're gonna be somebody who wants to party when they're old, and like it's yeah which is fine but it's like I've seen it happen you know people are like just you know
0: let loose yeah no I I completely agree with you I mean would would I have would I do things differently than I did them no um yeah but at the same time like I don't know I learned those lessons and like you said I wouldn't go back yeah (laughs) Now that I've learned them, I've learned them and I'm glad I learned them. (laughs) Yeah, full speed ahead. (laughs) If I were doing the same thing now, I mean, SOS, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like, um, if you could go back in time and change one major thing, what would it be?
1: Okay. So yeah, this was also a big, uh, lesson that I, I learned from telling all these stories, but I just, I would have been a lot more honest and I, would have risked losing more people in the name of telling them the truth and telling them what I wanted from them and uh what I was feeling and things that yeah I was really scared to tell people at all times just be like this is what I'm looking for and you know do you want that too like okay if not that's fine it's it's not even personal it's just like well, it's kind of personal, but it, it could just be that we want different things. And then, I, you know, I could have saved myself a lot of time. But I mean, yeah. I think this is—I I really noticed this with the the friends that I hooked up with. Because unlike you, most of the, those experiences were negative for me because I think because I wanted more from them. But yeah, I was just too afraid to to say anything, and I was too afraid about screwing up the friendship and. um mm-hmm. Out of those five friends that, you know, I hooked up with, um, I'm only still really friends with one of them. So in the end, it kind of wouldn't have mattered. And I think when you're friends with someone that you yeah. have a crush on, they're not really your friend. Like, I mean, they're your yeah. friend, but you want something more. And so you might as well just shoot your shot. I don't know. Right. Um, yeah.
0: Agreed. Agreed.
1: I think I wanted more from one out of five friends of the people I hooked up with, as I was saying before. So that's fine. Like there's nothing wrong with that, but I never expressed it. I don't think in any of those cases that I say, listen, I want something more. Um, Or I'm looking for this from you. And um, can you give that to me? That, mm-hmm. that would be one thing. And then if like 20% of the time they were like, no. And it's like, okay, cool. But mm-hmm. I never did. I never voiced those things, so I, I I regret that, or I don't know. At least I hope I would do things differently if I were dating again. But um,
0: yeah, yeah. No, and, I to, I completely relate to that. I think um, it kind of goes with what you were talking about with like believe someone's actions too. Yeah, exactly. Kind of goes hand in hand with like okay, be clear what you want. Be clear about what you want, like to yourself mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And be clear about what you want, you know, with them. And if, if they're not like living up to that, if they're like taking days to text you back, believe that. Yeah, exactly. Take and be like, hey, self, you. is this what I want? Yeah. No, okay, move on. Yeah, and it's
1: okay. Like you're not missing some golden opportunity that's never going to come along because you have so much in common with this person. It's like, no, no,
0: no. That's not right. of that yeah, is like, correct. You, you can find someone else who likes the same music as you. <laughs> yeah. Or you could be yeah. like you and end up
1: with someone who listens to country music and it's fine.
0: Yeah, it's okay. It's, it's, yeah. And then, and you, and then you end up with them and you're like, oh, wait, they don't, they don't really listen to it that much. And it's such a small <laughs> percentage of our life. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm just dragging mine. But
1: no, I mean, it's, it, it's so true. It's like not, it's not what's important. Um, but yeah, I also, I also just think that this, like, fear of being clear thing that I had um, was why 39% of my hookups happened while I was traveling. Because, like, when you're traveling, you have this clean slate with everybody. You're leaving soon. So it's like, people can't really hurt you. You can't really hurt anyone else. I mean, that's what you think. Um, It's not true, but that's how it feels. And, you know, nobody has to end things. So that's why, like, I never ended anything. No one really—I mean— people ended things with me, but, but not that much, you know, because there's just never this discussion about like, where is this going or not having this discussion, which can be even more hurtful. And like, I think this is the opposite also of like meeting people through mutual friends, which is what you would do. And I totally unconsciously would avoid at all costs. Like I don't want to, I don't want to live with people's rejection. Like I don't want it to be in my face. I don't want it to be, I don't want other people to know about it. You know, yeah. that was just mm. such a a fear that I had all the time.
0: Yeah. It's super real. I think I, I don't have the choice of being not clear about my emotions. <laughs> um, like, I think you're way better at hiding your emotions or like playing it cool. Um, yeah. And I not think like they're thing, definitely, though. I mean, I don't know. I wish I had a, a little bit of that energy sometimes, but I definitely think there were, you know, there were plenty of times where I wanted more, didn't get more, didn't like get what I wanted, but like did express it. And it, yeah, it feels super shitty Yeah, to be like not the person being chased um, and and to be, yeah, to be rejected. But I don't know, like at the end of the day, like what's, I mean, what's the worst That It's this, It's the same end result. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and maybe with a few of those cases, it would have
0: changed things. I mean, I don't know, you know, maybe, I'm trying maybe to not. think of a time. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a time when I feel like being clear, like helped things. I do feel like, <laughs> I don't know that I was, there was one time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I was like ever super like, I would. I, I don't wouldn't be like, Hey, I want this. Like, I, the one time I can think of is um actually with Ryan. Um, uh-huh. when we were like talking and he was in New York and I was in Montana, and the pandemic had been happening for a month, and I was like, hey, right. I can't talk to you every fucking day unless I know we're gonna see each other in the next like three months. Like you don't have to move here. You don't have to do this. Um, you know, you don't have to do that. but I can't just like, I like I have feelings for you, and I can't just like do this whole like casual, like stay in contact. Let's see what happens. Thing, right? Um, I love it. And I always talk about that to people, or I, yeah, I, I feel like like friends who will talk to me about like you know advice or whatever. Because I feel like like that. I mean, probably I got super lucky in that you know he like got a plane. He bought a plane ticket the next day. But I do feel like that was like me like standing up for what I truly felt. Yeah, and it, it came after like a long you know, learning experience around that. Exactly. Um, I think there were a lot of other times where I was like less, I was less like direct about it, but I would like definitely be the one who's like texting more or that kind of a thing. Is that, count? are you counting that as being clear or unclear? I don't know if
1: I would count that I think, I think I'm talking more about what you were saying like that those come to Jesus conversations or, I mean, it doesn't always have to be that intense because there's not always a global pandemic and it's not always like someone who's your future husband, but it, yeah. it could have it just been more like, you know, especially at certain points where, I mean, I was <laughs> trying to date yeah. people. It, it's like, listen, you don't have to be my boyfriend um, or anything, but you know, I'm not just trying to like hook up at random times when you happen to call me, you know, like you do need to like, yeah. are you interested in me? Or are you interested in this maybe becoming something? Because if yeah. you already know the answer is no, then yeah, then I'm definitely not interested. Yeah,
0: fuck off. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think I could have done way more of that. Yeah, 100%.
1: But yeah, it's also hard because I mean, they say that, you know, if you're, If you're anxiously attached, (laughs) that sometimes you want to (laughs) nail things down like before they should be nailed down. Like you need to kind of let things, you know, percolate a bit more and like give people space to figure out what they Mm -hmm. want and stuff. So there may have been times as well where like I was just got super anxious about it and. Yeah. You know, could have been more chill, but.
0: I think there were times for me. I think there were times for me where I, I can think of a few times where I was like, I would try to like have a discussion, I guess, like early on in the, I guess, relationship for lack of a better word about like, okay, like what's going you know, try to just, just be honest with my feelings and they would like kind of get freaked out. Yeah. And, but like I, those people weren't for me. Exactly. It's like a great pl- way to vet people.
1: A great way to vet yeah. people, yeah. And I'm and I'm also like talking about like with my friends and like people that I really knew and I really knew I yeah. was into them.
0: And if, if that's the case, then you have to be honest. Then
1: yeah, then it's just like. But I was so afraid of, of the <laughs> of yeah <laughs> losing the friendship or or being rejected, and then you know it just seems like it would be like a double a double whammy, but. Like I said, I mean, I'm not still friends with most of those people.
0: Yeah, I had like a little bit of a, um, like a blooper around this topic. Um, I think, um, yeah, so when I was in Berlin visiting a friend of mine like four years ago, the summer before I moved to Barcelona. Uh-huh. And I had like, I don't know, just like cuddled with a friend. We were like did a bunch of Molly and we like hung out and we we're like cuddling. And I was like, oh, I think I like have feelings with this person, like for this person. Right. But he's like a really good friend of mine. And you're like, you know, you I was talking to you. You're like, you need to just be honest. And I like, I was like, okay, I guess I need to be honest. And then like I like brought it up to him. And I was like, I don't know. We were both just kind of like, this is so awkward. And I was like, actually, never mind. Uh, no. <laughs> and it, like it was just the Molly. <laughs> and it's funny because it's like now we're, you know, we're still really good friends. And like, I would never, I would never like date him. Um, but yeah, I think so. there are times when, yeah, you think, you think there's something there and there might not be. And so, so yeah, there's, there's definitely like a, a timeline. For sure. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe like waiting like three days after the Molly is like really exited your system. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I definitely think so. No, I mean, yeah. I'm talking about year long crushes. Cause like, how did it, how did it, I think on, I think I was the only one, right. That had like long-term crush as like one of the one of yeah. our tags and like, that was my jam, you know, just, just pining for people, <laughs> you know, and yeah. it's like, don't do that. <laughs> don't pine. I mean, you yeah. can do that for a little bit, but it's like at a certain point, especially if it's like somebody that you're really box. close to. Yeah. And you're hooking Someone, up with them. So it's like, it's yeah. already happening.
0: You know, right. that's it,
1: I'm not even yeah. talking about people that like nothing ever happened. And I'm like, oh, what if, no, I'm talking about people that. And I, I'm talking about multiple people, like three or 100%. four people who I, you know, was hooking up with, really liked them. But I was like, oh no, like, what if I ruin the friendship? It's like, the friendship is ruined. Like You're the second his yeah. penis went into you, that, like, I'm sorry, but like for the most part, <laughs> right? not a hundred percent there are exceptions and exceptions in my life, but.
0: No, I rule, completely agree with you. Speak your truth. If you know your truth, I mean, and even if you don't, like, Like the situation I was talking about, my friend and I like laughed about it. Like a good friend would like not unfriend you because of that. Exactly. Like you can move on from that. They can be like, oh no, I don't really like see you that way. I mean, that's not what happened in this case. Like we just literally both laughed, but you know, they can just be like, actually, I see you as more of a friend and then you can move on. Yeah. Like, can you really truly be close friends with somebody who you can't be honest with? Right. You can try. You can try, very much try. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, and what about you? So, what about if you could go back in time and change one thing or two things?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think I relate to what you were talking about a lot. I mean, I think I've agreed with everything you've said, but I think for me, the biggest thing I would change would be to be more conscious of other people's feelings um, and and not hook up with people I knew I wasn't interested in if I, if I knew that they were interested in me in like a deeper way. Okay. So I think I was like extremely open and, but I think sometimes this led people on and, you know, I, I feel like I would explore something and, you know, see what feelings got brought up. Yeah. In the interaction, even if I was like, I don't think I see this as being something serious. Right. Um, And yeah, obviously this led people on and I think this hurt people for sure. And, you know, maybe I also wasn't being honest with myself that um, the sexual or romantic attention was actually just like a validation. And that's what the positive feeling was that I was getting from it. Right. Yeah. No, that makes total sense.
1: I mean, have yeah. you gotten that feedback or...
0: Um, I have. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've had people tell me that I hurt them for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's one of the hard truths of that. I learned about myself throughout doing this podcast. I'm like, you know, I was like the villain in, in some of these stories and I, I don't, I can't say like, I, I guess I am saying I regret that, but I think I'm just saying if I could change one thing, it would just be just to be more conscious of, The fact that other people can get hurt too. Because I think there were a lot of times when I was like, I was so used to, I guess, like the guy kind of being the one hurting Mm -hmm. that I sort of, when I flipped and was kind of like, well, I'm just gonna, you know, do whatever I want. I think I stopped. I think I also was not being conscious of other people's feelings. Yeah. The guy's feelings.
1: No, I think it takes a certain amount of maturity to realize that men have an emotional landscape as well because yeah. it's, it's. I mean, and that's one of the ways that, you know, they suffer under the patriarchy. <laughs> but it's, yeah. it does, it takes time to figure that out. And, uh, you know, I think I still sometimes forget, so.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I definitely think I do as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think, I also think that, you know, like just looking at the validation piece, yeah. Do I regret hooking up with people as a way to get validation? No, but it's not something I'm proud of. Right. You know, it's not something that like I don't. I don't do I regret it? I, regrets the tricky thing. But if I could change one thing, there probably are a couple of those hookups that I would just not have sex with them. I would just you know focus on like building the friendships around me because that was that's yeah. another thing. I think I do think like. My hookups were a little bit of a crutch sometimes. Like if I was like feeling lonely or something, sure. I would just like have sex with somebody. Like it was a bit of like a currency um, to like get attention and validation and like not feel so alone. Yeah. Which makes me sound extremely sad, but it's just being no, very honest. But that's, yeah, I mean, that's same for me.
1: Definitely. And like, I think the realization that we both came to at a certain point that a lot of our a lot of our periods where we were having the most like hookups and stuff was when we were depressed and yeah. sad and alone. <laughs> Lonely. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Homesick or whatever. Yeah. It,
0: some of those times it's it was good. Sometimes it's like the boost you need, you know? Mm. <laughs> Sometimes it really is that it's like win-win for everyone involved. Great. And then other times you realize that what you really need to do is just like sit with your fucking feelings for a little bit and... You yeah, know, like, it's like you should take it as a boost and then like stop while you're ahead. I
1: think if I yeah. was going to give advice, like yeah. don't keep doing it. Like if it feels good, yeah. great, but just
0: stop there, then like reorient. <laughs> it's, and don't boost at other people's expense. I mean, I don't think I like ever intentionally did this because I always was like clear about my feelings in the sense I'd be like, Oh no, I'm not looking for a relationship. But then I'd like proceed to like stay up giggling with them all night, you know? And it's like, well, what do you? Yeah. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I yeah. know. But see, that's the tough thing about,
1: about that. It's just, everybody also has a right to like <laughs> hang out and have fun, you
0: know? Right. Yeah, totally. Um, what will you mm-hmm. think about this project in 10 years?
1: Well, so yeah, I was thinking about this and this is so obvious, but for some reason looking at our data, you know, I was, it just really (laughs) hit me that this is a podcast about sex in our
0: twenties and a little bit in
1: our teens, I guess Mm -hmm. as well, but.
0: um, Yeah. Like we haven't dated, neither of us have dated in our thirties. No, we
1: haven't. And I think that if I look back at it in 10 years, that, that might be what I think about it. Like wow, they had so much left to learn. No, I don't know. Yeah, Just because like the 30s are intense, you know, like that's when like the babies and the marriages and the divorces happen. And I mean, not necessarily for us, but just in general. And like, yeah, these first 15 years of our sexual lives were about figuring out more, you know, the nuts and bolts, like how to fuck and then kind of like what it means to fuck and how it makes us feel to fuck and how to fall in love and how to fall out of love and stuff for the first time. But I imagine that, yeah, it'll be if we were going to make another podcast, you know, in 10 years, it would be much more about trying to stay in love or maybe if we're dating again, like it wouldn't be with the same insecurities and the same wide wide eyes as you said that we had in our 20s like we'll have new insecurities you know like dying alone or being a single parent yeah totally (laughs) I
0: completely agree it's
1: terrifying but uh yeah I think it's I hadn't thought about it in those terms until here at the end of it
0: I guess no I completely agree I think that it's been a big challenge to learn to be in the middle, like I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Like, just, like, from a lifetime perspective, I mean, I I spent 15 years of my life being interested in sex and relationships, and I still am, but obviously, it's, like, not that big of a focus for me anymore. hmm Yeah. I mean, like, it still is. Like, I, I mean, I have a relationship, and there's that, but it, it's something different now. It's, like, a smaller... It's it is it's more about maintaining the relationship and a lot less of the like the drama of like dating and hooking up with people. I mean, that was such a preoccupation. Sure. For yeah. a long time. No, yeah, as
1: far as like on my day-to-day life, yeah.
0: Definitely. Yeah, it, it's honestly like nice to have more time for <laughs> other things.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. I feel like I still give it a lot of time and energy yeah, just same. like worrying about it. But. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being honest, but yeah.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. And then like things come up, and you're like, okay, I guess we have to have a deep discussion. <laughs> exactly. Wasn't planning on doing that tonight, but <laughs> let's block in. Let's buckle up. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. I mean, it's it's not easy at all. Yeah. Um, but I I also like resent when people say that they're like, oh, relationships aren't easy, blah blah blah. It's like, well, it's also like. There's so much relationship privilege in this world.
1: Yeah, that's funny. I don't know if I really believe in relationship privilege. I mean, I do on a certain to a certain extent, but I mean if it was that much of a privilege, would people ever break up?
0: <laughs> well, I guess I just mean, you know, just to have somebody to kind of like hang out with. Like, you know, when you when you go home and you can like just, you know, you can chill and have fun. Like you can have a night in and, and have it be like, it's kind of like having like an awesome roommate. Oh like, yeah. Isn't everyone a little jealous of like people who have like a, an awesome roommate that they hang out with?
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. But is or, like best friendships. That, yeah. Or a best friendship or an awesome roommate or like, you know, you have a really good relationship with your family and you live in a family compound or, but I yeah. don't know. I mean, I just don't know if everything needs to be a privilege, like to, not being lonely is fucking great, but there's a lot of people who can be alone and not be lonely. I would count myself as one of those.
0: Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it just, I guess I just, I'm thinking of, I have like some single friends who like, I don't know, I guess have just expressed to me that they're like, oh yeah, I don't know. Like it just sucks to be home sometimes. And you know, I, I feel like there is like a little bit of, yeah, just, just kind of, um, having to kind of figure everything out for yourself. Yeah, for more sure. More so. And I, I think that it, like maybe privilege is the wrong word, but it definitely is like a little bit of, um, it's all on you. Yeah. Yeah, that
1: yeah. is true. That is true. But I don't know. I guess I also feel like if at any time you think it's not all on you, you're kind of living in a dream. <laughs> I mean, yeah. at the end of the yeah. day, it always kind of is all on you. I mean, I know what you're saying and I, I i totally agree. And when you want to be in a relationship and you're not, and that's yeah, really what you want, it is, it, it sucks. I mean, and I wouldn't say otherwise. I just don't, I kind of don't, I feel like the people going around talking about couple privilege i don't know if it makes single people feel any more empowered i mean it's fucking yeah, it's awesome good to be single you can do whatever you want any night of the week you want to order in order it, you know you make food you whatever it's fine i mean you're doing exactly what you want you're watching what you want on tv you know <laughs> like yeah. you Wanna go on a trip, you go on a trip, you know, you never feel guilty, like, oh, you know, I've been out with my friends two nights in a row and like have we had any time to like you're you're having a great fucking time. Like don't you know, lean into it. It's a great
0: point. It's a great point. I definitely feel like I have I feel jealous of my single friends a lot, also. Um, of just, you know, you get to make all your own decisions, like, you know, you don't have to coordinate with somebody else to make life decisions and um, yeah, I, I definitely, obviously think that there's there's a lot of awesome parts about that. I just feel like like be like if you are around a lot of couples, I think that's where. Oh yeah, it that. kind of it can come in. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's like why for I had example. To leave. <laughs> yeah, like I just remember going home for holidays when I was single and everyone had a partner. I was like, ugh, kill no. me now. Yeah. No. That's like terrible. Sure. There's like the couple privilege of um, my, you know, my brother and his girlfriend would get like the nicer bedroom, and they'd be like, "Oh, you can sleep on the little pullout couch," or you know, yeah, that you know
1: what sucks. I mean, that kind of that shit. That sucks, and it's so annoying, and it shouldn't be
0: that way at all. <laughs> yeah, but like that's that's just stupid, you know. <laughs> that's just stupid. I agree.
1: <laughs> I agree. Uh, My dad was telling me that he went to like a ski on a ski trip with some people. He was single at the time and like everyone, like all the couples were just like trying to like get the beds and he was like, fuck you guys. And he just went into one of the bedrooms and he was like, they slept on the floor. I was like, both
0: of them? He's like, yep. (laughs) Fuck couple privilege. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's so funny. I love that. (laughs) Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I just,
1: I'm more just like, I want people to feel empowered in like whatever situation they're in and know that everything is fine. Like whatever you're doing is,
0: is great. You know? Yeah, of course. Of course. That said, I do feel, I feel very lucky, at least for me, like for what I wanted out of life. Like I am a very, like, you know, I've had a twin my entire life and I love having like a, a partner and a human to like spend time with. So I do feel very like lucky yeah. to have met my person. Yeah, um, me too. At least for now. Um, And so, yeah, I feel, I feel a sense of just, I'm like, wow, I'm just so lucky sometimes.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Of course. I feel that too. And I, I do think, especially at the beginning, like it, it was such a, a rush to yeah I don't know to live together to always have someone there like it it was amazing like and it is amazing but I just mean like at the beginning I think I noticed it more like how my life got so much better so fast it was like yeah this is incredible and yeah and how much fun we have together I guess I just don't think that that's privilege I think that's like you're happy in your life
0: yeah, no, That's I great. I completely agree. I completely agree with what you're saying. I mean, privilege is definitely an potentially an overused word, in, in this case, I I completely agree. Um, but wait, what guess. was the question again? <laughs> yeah, what was the question? What want you think to about this project
1: in ten years? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, tell me, tell me.
0: What are you telling me right now? Sorry, I totally lost. Um, no, That's I was it. just responding to what you were saying. But okay, um, yeah. So but what yeah. About you? Yeah, so I think I totally agree. Um, like hookup culture is changing, and this is kind of a funny little like documentation of us being a part of that. That will be interesting to place in a historical context after more time has passed. Oh yeah, right. I think that um, you know I'll look back on this and like be obviously really proud of the work that we put in, and you know I think like we've joked before like our grandkids are gonna be like, damn. Grandma got around. I mean, I'm not gonna have kids, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our friends' grandkids. <laughs> our friends' grandkids, my nephew's kids. Um, yeah. And you know, um, I I think that doing this, like I mentioned before, made me examine like hard truths about myself. And I see this as like a glaringly honest representation of me. And for better or for worse, I mean, there are some like stories that make me cringe. And, you know, even just the telling of them has like brought up like certain like biases and like, you know, ways of describing things and thoughts that I'm like, well, fuck, like that's not how I want to be. And, you know, I think that that's a good thing that to have had the experience of hearing yourself out loud is like quite a transformational one, I think, in a lot of ways. Yeah, Um, I agree. Yeah, but it also, like, you have to be, you have to be, um, like, willing to grow, and you also have to be willing to live with this, like, recorded version of events. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, yeah, and, and, like, living with the fact that, like, you know, I'm a villain in a lot of these stories, and in other people's stories, you know, and... And that's how you know you're living, though. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. I mean, you do. You want to always be the hero. You want to always be the good guy. You want to do everything right, but i don't know you can't though yeah no it's it's totally true yeah
1: and some of them are are super cringy super super cringy like i've just like blushed like so much you know just telling these (laughs) stories like just sometimes i like look in the camera i'm like i'm all red i'm like yeah i'm so embarrassed
0: (laughs) yeah i know i know some of these people i'm just like i wish you well i'm sorry I was young. I was young <laughs> we hurt each other. Uh, yeah, I fucked up. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. I do wonder, like, with what you're saying, if if this is gonna seem super. Um, I don't know what's the word retro or like just old fashioned dated. If it's gonna seem dated, I mean, retro. It, it, yeah, no. retro is not the word. I
0: like that. I like
1: that. <laughs> super retro. My mom had a podcast that so was so retro. I kind of, I'm sure it, I'm sure podcasts are going to be retro soon enough, but like what I mean more is that um I just wonder how long it's going to take for it to sound dated and maybe problematic, which is a little bit scary. But also more than that, cuz you know, everything gets problematic eventually, but I I'm just thinking like about if people are going to change like how they how they relate to each other, you know, if like the apps are gonna, people are, if we're gonna like move on past the apps, and if there's gonna be more of a, of a of a maturing emotionally, you know, kind of. I was listening to this interview the other day that they, it was about dating and and like the, these three women in London and they, like two of them were on the apps and they were just, you know, so over it. And they were like, okay, we've had a sexual revolution, but we need an, an emotional revolution, you know, because people yeah. can't just treat each other like this.
0: Agreed. And have it be okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I totally agree. Um, I was actually talking about this to some people, I think recently, like there is something super like capitalistic about hookup culture. Yeah. Super like, oh, there's, you know, there's a better thing out there. I need to constantly be striving for more and I need to, I, I actually, sorry. I think you brought this, you actually made a I really great example of this, this at one familiar. point. In time. <laughs> well, actually this got brought up in a slightly different way. Like yesterday with some friends, but um, okay. they were talking about, uh, bringing up the fact that like guys have like way less sex now or something. I don't know. Okay. Um, interesting. Cause of like dating app culture. Um, yeah, it was interesting to hear like the male perspective, but no, you made a great example of, of about, yeah, if you want to, I guess, talk about that at all. No, 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 sorry. I'm just being facetious. I like,
1: I don't know what you're, (laughs) I mean, I, yeah, the whole, like, I I do think sometimes there's a a little way in which people, yeah, are trying to get like the, the newest, best thing and are trading up all the time and are worried about, kind of see people as like an investment and whether or not they're worth their time and whether or not they're, they're on the same level as them. And there's this sort of, yeah. yeah, like striving and hustling around dating. That's just kind of
0: bizarre. Yeah. And, and I, and I thought about that. Cause like, if you look at the whole like numbers thing, you know, I mean, that is like, yeah. Or just like, just racking up the numbers. Like I need to get my numbers up. Like what the fuck, you know? Yeah. Like there's what Super is weird. I, to the point you just brought up about, you know, the, the emotional revolution. It's like, yeah, like it's not just a numbers game. Like emotions are inherently tied to it. That yeah. That's, I think like a big learning for me over time. I, I definitely think that there were plenty of times when I like, you know, hooked up with people and I was like, I feel empowered to just have sex and, you know, I deserve to have sexual gratification, et cetera. But, I think at the end of the day, like, I, I don't know if I'm just getting older and I'm like more conservative and I'm almost like embarrassed to say this out loud because I don't want to sound like my mom, but (laughs) I do realize that emotions are tied to it. Yeah. You know, it's not just a physical act for me personally. I mean, it can be. It's funny how hard it is for us to say that. Right. But I mean, I agree with you. It's hard. It is. I mean, and then I'm also thinking about, you know, like I definitely can see myself like exploring, you know, the kink community in some way, shape or form. But then there's like, there are some acts that do feel like they can be more about the act. Like, you know, do it having like, like a threesome or, you know, kind of doing something novel. Yeah. But then I guess that it's tied to the emotion of it being something new. It's tied yeah. to the excitement.
1: I think, I think the thing with the, the King community or something as an example is like I think that they can be really good at at recognizing the humanity in these interactions, you know, because there's a lot of like communication and I mean in the best case scenario, right? Not it doesn't always happen, but there's a lot of agreed. Yeah. And like people have maybe are a bit more open, yeah, about what they about what they really want. And so only through only once you have that, I feel like can you maybe experience that sort of next level of just pleasure that is really for pleasure's sake. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: trying to have that with people that you have kind of bad communication with that you don't really trust or that, you know, are not to be trusted, maybe in some cases, like, that's going to be tough. Then then it's like, then the emotions are going to rush in, you know, whereas otherwise you, maybe you can't separate them a little bit, but there's a lot of work that goes, that leads into that.
0: Yeah. No, I think that's extremely well put. Like there, there are settings in which, because maybe, because I think at first I was trying to say, it's inherently tied to emotion and yeah, it is inherently tied to emotion, but maybe more like a better correlation would be it's inherently tied to humanity. And with humanity comes a lot of the potential for emotions to arise. And you have to be willing to deal with that in a way that is respectful and kind and intimate. Yeah, exactly. Like you can't just be like, no, that's like too much for me. You have to, if you're going to have sex with somebody, like you need to be willing to be there for them. I think emotionally even if it's not as like a partner or somebody that you're like long-term dating.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And be upfront with people about what you want. Even if what you, even if you don't know what you want, you know, you can always just say
0: that. That's fine. Steve don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, well, I'm realizing that we have been talking for about two hours now, Um, and I think we're wrapping up here. I mean, at least as far as I'm concerned, is there anything else you want to touch on? No, no, it's just, it's hard to, it's hard to press the stop button on the last recording. Yeah, I think like we, for some reason, I thought we could get through this in an hour and a half, and I think I misunderstood or that's not a word. I underestimated um, that we would we would want to give it our all on of these course, last little bit. Of yeah.
1: course, no, but I think it's great. Listen, if you've made it this far <laughs> in the podcast and in this episode, I just want to say thank you. Wow, thank you so much. You're incredible. Yeah. Thanks for letting us tell these stories because it's been so good for us and we hope it's been entertaining sometimes interesting and cool for you maybe made you feel less alone or you know gave you some weird story to tell at a dinner party totally in some way it was positive
0: yeah thank you so much to like everyone who's like reached out and commented on you know when they've listened and encouraged us and shared with their friends and you know all of that and shared their stories with us um we you know we may have other like one off episodes in the future where we try to integrate some more of these stories um that you know people have so wonderfully shared um for now we both have some travel upcoming in the next couple months and you know need some space to work on other projects but um but yeah we really appreciate you guys and yeah, this has been an incredible experience. It's. It, I feel like we're like giving a speech. I know, I know. But it's like we have to, <laughs> I'll right? I'll cut myself off. I'll cut myself off now, but... Okay, yeah, me too, me wild too. Wild times, wild times. Um, lastly, um, you know, if you ever want to reach out to us, uh, feel free to send us a message on Instagram. Yeah, do it. We'll be there. All right. Okay, well, <laughs>
1: Talk to you later. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Baby, if you want me come and get me. I swear I'll make it easy. On my eyes is what you are and I don't care who knows
0: it. Thanks for listening to What's Your Number. This episode was produced by Olivia and Mariah. Music is by No Fancy editing and mastering by lightning the cavern works you can learn more about us and check out our blog at whatsyournumberpod.com and if you enjoyed what you heard today leave us a review wherever podcasts are found and subscribe to hear about more sexcapades